When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Day two of the Minnesota State Fair. Welcome everybody to the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, producer Holly Roberts, an amazing studio audience. That's your turn. Good day. You guys sound good today. Minnesota State Fair. It is a beautiful day. It's so gorgeous. It is perfect. We are loving every second of it. The sun is out. It is not too hot and or muggy. And that's what we are used to at the Minnesota State Fair. Today is a beautiful day, so you should really come down and see us. Um, We're going to be broadcasting until 3 this afternoon, as we do each weekday here at the fair. But there's stuff broadcasting every day right on uh, Underwood, south of Randall. You can come hang out with us from 11 to 11.30 during our meet and greet. Right now, I think... Is it Jason and Alexis that are doing a meet and greet? You are correct. So there are meet and greets. We've got a photo booth. You can buy merchandise. You can come see us broadcast live in front of this beautiful studio audience. On the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. And uh, if you need a little refresher on the full schedule of activities, just go to mytalk1071.com. And do not forget the Lactation Station, which is sponsored by the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota WIC. It's a really wonderful, comfortable place to nurse your baby, to change a diaper to take a little quiet time away from the hustle and bustle of the Minnesota State Fair. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I had an activity that I needed to participate in this morning upon awaking, and it was listening to the new Taylor Swift album. Oh, lover! So you liked it? It is a slapper. I don't know what that means. It slaps. What does that mean? Okay, so Holly, are you taking issue with slap? On a number of levels, yeah. Okay, so to my understanding, because apparently Steve had never heard the word slaps. Like it's is that what the kids are saying? This is my understanding. A banger bangs. That is something that is like got a really good beat, like a lot of bass. Maybe it's loud. It's kind of an upbeat. When something slaps, it's more lightly poppy and acoustic, which is different than a bop. Which is totally different than a bop. Okay. How about it's just good or bad? Is it's it good? good? I like it. Okay. So here's okay. Here's my. This is my review for what it's worth. If you like Taylor Swift, this is exactly Taylor Swift. The thing about Taylor Swift is she is. She, you can depend on her to have a good hook, a poppy beat, kind of like sugar coated candy lyrics. She's not for everybody. She happens to be from. I I have to just come out. I've done it before. I'll do it again. My whole family is a bunch of Swifties. Yeah. We love Taylor Swift. We all listen to her. We want to not love her because it feels a little uncool, but 
I can't stop. No, I think, I mean, there's a reason Taylor Swift is a multimillionaire, yeah. right? Because she knows how to make good music. I don't think that's the issue. It's just that, you know, I mean, if if you like the music, great, enjoy it. Doesn't mean you have to necessarily buy into what she represents. You can just enjoy the music. And and I do. And I will say this, that it, it is a departure from, I feel like it was like two years ago at the Minnesota State Fair that Reputation came out. And we were sitting right here when we listened to the very first song off the Reputation album which was, look what you made me do. Mm. And I remember us thinking, what the heck is this? If this is what her new music is going to sound like, it's dumb. I do think Reputation was a departure from her actual sound, and I think it was in response to whatever she felt like she needed to respond to in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like it was a little slapdash put together. There were some good songs on it. This album is back to the Taylor Swift that you love, if you love Taylor Swift. But... There's more news about Taylor Swift. And in fact, I think we're going to see a lot of little bits about Taylor Swift as the days kind of go on, just because the, the album is new. But here's what's interesting. Remember, all of her masters were sold to Scooter Braun yep. from Big Machine Records. Stolen. Stolen right Scooter out of Braun. her grip. That's or at what least, she wanted you to believe. Exactly. <clears throat> but we were, I mean, we did talk about, and she talked a lot about, you know, what that means as an artist to not be able to have ownership of your masters. Well, she has, um, she has unleashed a plan or shared a plan on GMA. She shared her plan for kind of getting back those masters. Now, she won't be actually getting back the actual masters. However, she does have a plan laid out to re-record all of her music so that she can own it. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting because that was what, um, remember Yashara Lee on Twitter? That was like one of the first sort of takes after we learned that Scooter Braun was going to own all of her masters was, well, there's an easy workaround. Right. She can just record them because she still owns the rights um, to the songs that she wrote. Right. So for her to re-record them would then give her the right to play them and then release them and have people play those versions. Right. So she, so November 2020 is when this agreement begins, right? So that's when um that or that's when she can start recording all albums one through five all over again so here's what we know from that the based on her phrasing um it does not sound like she will be doing reputation okay. over again partly because that's the most recent one it's also not clear from her phrasing whether she will re-record the first five albums in their entirety or just the big hits off of those albums but either way and i i mean i don't know my opinion is, I don't know why you would waste your time on things that aren't hits. Well, and also, why wouldn't you just do one, see how it goes? I mean, if it's a big flop and it's not selling, don't waste your time doing the rest of them. Move on to new Move stuff. Move on. Yeah. Because, the, but, the, but, you know, if she goes through and just does her hits and not kind of the deeper tracks, those aren't going to be the ones that are going to make her money anyway in the long run. What she's probably going to do is compile a big set. She'll do like Taylor Swift's 40 greatest hits. And then people will buy yeah. the heck out of that and then she's making money all over again with well, that Well then music. she can do different versions of it. I mean there's all different sorts of ways that she can you know exploit this. Nobody is concerned that Taylor Swift is going to be broke. No. Not have access to uh, her music or be in any other way less successful. Not even a little bit. Yeah. And in fact really I mean the only person I think that's concerned in the least about Taylor Swift's bank account is Taylor Swift. So, yeah. 
you know. I mean, just a minute, like at this point, I mean, she could just like, this is what I don't understand. Like at the point that you reach the level of this, wouldn't you just be like, okay, now I'm just going to do whatever I want, and I don't care what the record like, industry make wants me to do. Noises. I, well, I mean, if that's what she like, wants to do, put it to pan flute. Sure. I mean, she could do that. But but honestly, just why you would feel in any way obligated to do anything that is a mass, you know. I mean, maybe her ego requires her to do that. I just right. feel like, wouldn't you just feel like, okay, now I can do whatever I want, and I don't care what you guys, if you want to buy my albums or not. Right. I mean, I, I, see, I struggle with that, because that's what I would do. I would be like, I got well, enough. I'm good Taylor to go. Swift. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to put my feet up, maybe let somebody feed me food from now on, and be done with this game. And every once in a while, if I feel like making music, I'll make some music. Yeah. But she's got drive, and she keeps doing it. Okay, a couple other things. Scooter Braun, you may wonder, has he said anything about the new album? Has Scooter Braun said anything? I'm so glad you asked, Bradley. Mm, Thank you. See how that works? He did. He actually went to Twitter, Scooter Braun did, and he tweeted the following. Regardless of what has been said, the truth is you don't make big bets unless you are a believer and always have been. Brilliant album with Lover. Congrats, Taylor Swift. Supporting was always the healthier option. Wow. Does that sound shady at all? I mean, even if it's not, it does. So it accomplishes a goal whether he wanted it to or not. Yeah. I mean, it just, I don't know. If you've got a bad taste in your mouth about Scooter Braun and his whole relationship I mean, he's, with Taylor he's Swift. He's laughing his way all to the bank so he can wish her all the best. He's already made his money, right? Yeah, that's true. Exactly. And he'll continue to make his money. I mean, that will not be a problem. One more quick thing about the album that people are noticing that has been making headlines today. So one of the, well, the first song off the album that was released is the song Me, uh-huh. the one that we thought sounded a little bit like a labor and delivery a training song. Well, on the album, there is one entire line missing from the song. Okay. They've totally deleted this line. So, you know, she does that song with Brendan Urie. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a line in the song where they start kind of the bridge of the song by yelling, hey, kids, spelling is fun. And then they proceeded to not spell anything, and it didn't seem like it made any sense. Okay. Well, apparently responding to the fact that it was the dumbest line of the entire song, when they released the album, they took that out. Ooh, that okay. really is a dumb line. Isn't that dumb? <laughs> so I read... Now, this is like, again, I'm a Swifty, so I pay attention to dumb things. I read an entire article about why that line was in there in the first place. That line was supposed to indicate that the song was not meant to be taken seriously. It was meant to just kind of be fun. But it didn't make no sense. Yeah. So they took it out. So there you but go. But if it's just meant to be fun, who cares if it doesn't make sense? I don't know. But apparently right? they cared. Or people thought it was weird. And but it wasn't really it. that fun. It wasn't. Yeah. And it was just confusing and it distracted ooh, from ooh, the he, art. He, he. Kids grow up and you too can be a millionaire apparently, machine. Apparently. And say yeah. dumb things in uh-huh. a, a song and make a lot of money off of it. Anyway, uh, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with a Dirt Alert. All the dirt straight from Hollywood. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Hi. How are you? So Fabulous. good. Lindsay Vaughn is engaged. Oh, congratulations to her. Isn't this exciting? So this is uh, being reported all over the place. She looked happier than ever. She was posing alongside her hockey player, 
now fiance, PK Subban. Subban. I don't know. Right. I don't Only know who my that husband is. were here. He would I bet me. she knows how to say it. She That's knows what matters. How to say it. He plays for um, ooh, the Devils, the New Jersey ooh. Devils. So they are now engaged. They've been dating since early 2018. Wonderful. She's 34, he's 30. And they were first spotted at a Nashville Predators game Ooh. in April of that year. And then they headlined a charity event on Thursday. And um, it looks like they're engaged. So okay. really wonderful. He um, played for the Montreal Canadiens from 20, 2009 to 2016. And um, he was traded from Nashville to the Devils. And he does a lot of charity work. He pledged in 2015 to raise $10 million for the Montreal Children's Hospital. Well, that's a big and deal. So he, I mean, that's a lot of money, yeah. right? And that's so amazing. And so he's continuing that effort and really dedicated to it. And she looks super happy so it's nice to well, see i'm glad to hear that minnesota I gal kind of feel like she's traded up from tiger yeah i'm glad she wasn't with me too i'm glad that that I'm thing sure ended she's when grateful it, too no kidding i know yes yeah. you want to be with hockey players they have the cutest bums in town yeah that's man. true that's the truth of the matter mm -hmm. don't i it's hard know to see them in those outfits though the hockey outfits yeah, yeah but when they take pants. them off then you get real lucky that's absolutely true that's really true they should be objectified a little bit <laughs> <laughs> okay bethany frankel is confusing a lot of people because she tweeted that she's the only New York housewife that's actually married, and so that's why she had to exit the show. What? And then she tagged all of her fellow New York housewives. This comes just a day after she shocked everybody by saying she's leaving the show, and apparently all of her fellow co-stars only found out through the press. Hmm. Well, the story, though, today is that Bethany Frankel and Jason Hoppe are still legally married. Oh. That she couldn't have married her current boyfriend, Paul Burnin, because her divorce from Jason Hoppe, which has been going on since the beginning of time, is not done. Hoppy's attorney told the Post, Jason and Bethany are still technically married. While Jason has been pushing for years to have the judge sign the divorce judgment, Bethany's lawyers have objected. So you're telling me that reality TV is not real? <laughs> I know, I know. Or maybe what she was saying is she's the only housewife that's married to two people. <laughs> Bigamy. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's a looking for a different show. reality she show. She is the only housewife who's married because she's still married to Jason Hoppe. Oh, this is true. Good, good call. It was just really, really confusing. That's so crazy. That's also weird. Like, is she feeling okay? Can somebody do a check on her? I know. I don't know what's going on. Because why? Why would you tweet that and give no explanation, leading everybody to speculate? Yeah. Because you want the headlines. Well, it's you working. Want the attention. She got all the Bethany Hoppy or Bethany. Bethany Ooh, look oh, at that. Somebody's wow. still thinking mm -hmm. about. It. Hockey I'm bums. Looking at a picture of him right there. No, Hoppy. She said Hoppy. Oh, I, I was hoppy. thinking of the no, other guy. No, that's you that's thinking of the well, hockey duh. bums. <laughs> Are you surprised? Not at all. When we had Bethany Frankel on Twin Cities Live years ago, she was with Jason Hoppy and still super in love with him and said that they met at this club called 10 June in New York City. And I happened to be at 10 June for my sister's bachelorette party Ooh. and I ran in. We saw Justin Timberlake in that. Wow. Oh, Fancy living. That's a really good celebrity. What's he like in person? Can we sit with this for a sec? He was small. Is he hot? I don't really think so, but I don't really think J Justin Timberlake. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like it's hot regardless. Yeah. The last time I saw him in person was at the when he was here performing for the Super Bowl yeah. and I covered his big press conference. Yeah, that's right. That I was, just have this theory that if you saw like Justin Timberlake at Target, you wouldn't even oh, know. Yeah, that. he just looks kind of yeah. normal, yeah. right? It's his personality slash singing voice, right. I think, that you know, makes all the ladies swoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things. Talent and a sense of humor makes people in general much more attractive than just if they had that same, you know, same on the look scale. Right. Yeah. But without those things. Haley Baldwin showing off new tiny, teeny, tiny tattoos. Oh. Teeny, tiny tattoos? Is this a new trend? Teeny, teeny, tiny, tiny tattoo trend? Teeny, tiny tattoo trend. So she said she has 19 tattoos and she prefers to put little tiny ones all over her body. But she fits some That's tiny like the additions. Miley Cyrus method of tattooing. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. She's put these little ones um, on her right hand and fingers. She posted a picture of this on her Instagram story. She got her tattoo by Dr. Wu. This is the guy. Oh, this is the second uh-huh. day we've talked about Dr. Oh, Wu. Yeah. yeah. Because he did Miley's yep, tattoo. Yep, he did Miley's yeah. tattoo. And then there's another he guy does, that we talked about. Yeah, he too. does a lot, but he does do a lot of the celebrity tattoos. He does. Um, so it's drawings of stars, moons, and floral patterns going down each of her fingers, nearly reaching her nail beds. So she's got. Ooh, I bet that, that hurts so bad. I can't even imagine. Why would you? I bet that hurts. Why would you do that? I don't know, but I bet it hurts. I can tell you that right now. They look cool. It's just. It's pretty. It kind of yeah. just looks like she has stuff on her hand. Like, oh, honey, you've got some stuff here. Let me clean that off. I could never. I, <laughs> you got to be careful with the hand tattoos. I just couldn't get one in general. I can't do the pain thing. I'm not it's strong not, it's, enough. It's not that painful. It's just annoying. Do you see that, you know, in the movie Moana, there's some little girls here. They'll know the movie Moana where the one guy is getting the tattoo and he says to Moana, is it done yet? And she goes, almost. And it'd been like this tiny Tiny little little down and he's just crying. That's how I would. It really just depends on where you get it. Yeah. Bone is not good. Also, you've given birth. You'd be fine. I had an epidural. And I needed it badly. <laughs> I'm a big believer in the epidural. Me too. I think. Eh, thank you. Yeah. Modern medicine. Yeah. I asked. I asked them to give it to me in the parking lot. Oh yeah. I was That's like, so when great. do I get that? Can I we know. do like the rolling model? Of My that? second time, they said, "Do you feel like you have to push?" And I lied and I said, "No, get the epidural." <laughs> Nice. That's what I said. Kirsten Dunn, speaking of babies, admits that her pregnancy with Jesse Plemons was a surprise. She said she thought she'd have a hard time conceiving. She said, I thought I would have a hard time getting pregnant, but it was a surprise. Um, She's in a magazine cover story today. She said, if I hadn't met Jesse, I would have frozen my eggs, but I feel like I lucked out. They have a 15-month-old and um, seems to be very, very happy. You know, I, first of all, love them as a couple. I know. I especially too. because they met on Fargo, and yes. I just like loved that season of Fargo. I loved that season it of Fargo. It was so great. That's that was I the was... last season I think I watched. I know. Oh, How much so more did good. it go on? I think there's one more after oh, okay. that, right? Uh, there might be two more, but I haven't, I don't know if I watched the second season. Okay, here's the thing about Jesse Plemons, though. So my husband and I were just talking about him the other day because we are watching, um, he's watching again. I'm watching for the first time Friday Night Lights. Oh, oh. gosh, I'm so jealous of it's you that so, you're experiencing I'm, that I know, for the that first fun? time. But Jesse Plemons is in that. We were kind of going back through Jesse Plemons like 
what career. shows he's been in, what movies he's been in. That he has had such a great career. I know he has, and I think these two are so great together because I feel like they probably live a very normal yes. life together. Like they're well, just she's, kind of normal people, and then they go and do their acting thing, and then they've got their normal life. Right. She just also just seems like a well-adjusted actor, which is such an oddity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, I've always loved her since Drop Dead Gorgeous, and you know, I just always think of her as the that but character. But I don't, I don't know that she's always been so well-adjusted. I do think she had like a tiny yeah. episode of Wild Child, yeah. but it seems like that's sort of figured that's itself well, she's out. She's 37 now. Yeah. You know, you kind of grow into it a little bit. Um, Lara Spencer from Good Morning America taking oh, a little bit of heat today. She was stifling some laughter started. as she talked about <laughs> Today's not the day. George taking <laughs> ballet lessons, and uh, she laughed about it. And it's so, so rude. I she's... Um, Taking some heat because people are saying uh, she should. Yeah, has she apologized yet? TikTok, GMA. I'm it. waiting. I haven't seen it yet. But so here's what I'm hoping is all the football players who've ever taken ballet lessons, and trust me, they are plentiful. I know. Come forward and tell her to what to do with that comment. And everybody in the audience, and George Stephanopoulos, yes, and the entire crew at GMA that laughed their way through that segment. Yeah. Yes. Nonsense. It should be a little bit. We, we were ignorant. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Elizabeth Reese. Hey guys. We need somebody Bye. to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. Give us a call. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. Okay, so even though we are at the Minnesota State Fair, we still do need somebody to call to play the 30-second pop culture yet? challenge. Correct. Oh, pick up the phone, people. 651-641-1071. This is a way that people back at the who are back at their desks or driving around town or at home listening, you still get to participate in the show. We're doing just the same old show. Give us a call so you can play. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. It is our 30-second pop culture challenge. Second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today? Is there anyone on the phone today? I don't know. We don't know. Nikki, is there somebody on the phone yet? This is the Probably second. On the phone this right now, literally actually. is the second <laughs> yeah. day in a row. Well, because everybody's out here enjoying a beautiful Friday at the fair. But not everybody is. Yay. We've got Tina on the line, and Tina is ready. And Tina is playing for. Tina's playing for a pair of movie passes to see Where'd You Go, Bernadette at participating AMC theaters right now. Fabulous, Tina. You ready to play the thirty-second pop culture challenge? I am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. The title characters in the movie Lady and the Tramp are what kind of animals? Dogs. Genie in a Bottle was the first hit for which singer? Uh, um, uh, Christina Aguilera. John Stamos played drums and percussion for what band? Um, uh, Beach Boys. What city has the nickname Sin City? Sin City is Las Vegas. Carnaby Street is located in what city? Say that one more time. Carnaby Street is located in what city? No! Oh, oh, Tina, and she was so, so good. It was so close. She got there almost. Oh, okay. Almost. I'm sorry that you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. Tina, you'll have another opportunity to play on Monday because we do it every weekday uh, at 12.30 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, let's get to that answer that she did not get correct. Carnuba Wax Street Mm. is located in... 
that is not the name of the street, but I Carnaby. think it is in London. That London, is London, London. Ding, ding, ding. ding. Now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that are brought to you. Nope, that are that brought, are brought <laughs> to you by by Holly yeah. Kleenex. They're brought yeah. to you by Holly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From in this the segment, we call "Blinded by the Item." We're going to start today's blind items with a confirmed blind item. And when we say confirmed blind item, that means that we know the identities of the subject of this blind item. So, Colleen and Bradley, you're going to have to think of two people in the following celebrity gossip mystery. All right. This is from earlier this month, by the way. Oh, fun. This (laughs) A-list... Oh, neat. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Good. This A-list country singer, sometime reality star, and his A-list girlfriend got into a recent public spat about what she chose to wear to an event, and he said something about acting her age, and oh. she said something about not about him not complaining when she wore things before sex. Whoa. Is this, is this Keith Urban and oh. who wants Nicole to, Kidman? Who wants to speak first? Wait a minute. Did you say, what's the well, lady part of the... Actress. Equation. She's an A-list oh, singer. It, no, oh, she's sing, just, no, oh, singer. Then, okay. it's, then I think it's Blake Shelton yeah. and St- uh, Stefani, comma Gwen. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Let me fill in the blank for you. So Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani recently got into a public spat about what Gwen chose to wore to an event. And Blake said something about acting her age. And Gwen said something about Blake not complaining <laughs> when she so wore so things before adult relations. Said what and okay, what? So you know what I think actually was going on there? Because I, I believe that this is all true. I believe that that was all for the purposes of somebody to write some sort of oh, story about it. them. Yeah. Because there's no way that relationship is real. That relationship is completely fake. That is a publicationship yeah. if I've ever seen one. Absolutely. Okay. I feel better now. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. Beep, beep, beep. We have another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve this afternoon. Listen to the following. Okay. This foreign-born A-list singer slash sometime reality star is lying about her income. I don't blame her because who would want to give more money to that bum of an ex-husband she has? Oh, bum of an ex-husband. And by bum, uh, it's an expletive that I can't say on the radio. Why would- ah. Why would you give money to her ex-husband, though? Well, it's her the, thing, ex-husband. the thing is, she doesn't want to give money to the ex-husband, so, so she's, she's lying not about to say her how much, income, yeah. because then a judge or oh, someone Oh, who's the would, husband? Uh-huh. Okay, Bradley. <laughs> this, okay, here's how blind items work. No, I'm saying, what is <laughs> what kind of a person is the husband? Oh, okay. <laughs> like an actor, singer? Uh, not really, but his names his name has been in the headlines because of his relationship with this A minus list. Okay, singer. so he's not like somebody we would know necessarily, no, not other necessarily. than being the ex husband. Right. <sighs> A minus list singer, foreign born. Hmm. Did you say she was British? No, but she is. Oh, okay. Well good. That was a good guess. She's A minus list, she's British. Oh gosh, Adele? No. Oh, well, that was a good guess. But she would be more a plusy. Yes. Now, this person made headlines in the past couple of days alleging that she's broke and unemployed. Oh, is she a former Spice Girl? Oh, yes. Mel yes, C. Mel. B. Scary. D. E. F. Scary. Scary Spice. Melby. Melba Toast. Melba Toast. Yep. All right, fill her in. Fill her in. <laughs> Mel B. <laughs> Not Mel B. I mean the blind item. 
Don't hit me. Sorry, I just you're Mel making me violent. Mel B is lying about her income. I don't blame her because who would want to give more money to her ex-husband, Stephen Stephen Belafonte? Stephen Belafonte, who's not related to Harry Belafonte, but wants you to think he is. And don't we see Belfani? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just go on. It's Friday. It sure is. Should we do another blind item? If sure. we must. No, of course. This is our favorite part of the shoe. Really big shoe. Really big shoe. All right, now we're getting. We're, we have a nasty blind item. To Ooh, talk about. nasty. Nasty. Is it Janet Jackson? No, it's is not. Is it state fair appropriate? Are any of these no, state fair appropriate? No, this audience is you nasty. You guys can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are a nasty audience. Yep. Every single last one of you. Okay. All right. Uh, this back in the day. A list, or excuse me, yeah, A list mostly movie actress briefly got to A plus list a decade after being A list. Now she doesn't act much, but is dating someone three decades younger. Well, not exactly dating. She pays him to come over and have relations with her. <laughs> wow. So not that nasty, so but you know. You're just saying it's a sexy one. Yeah. Okay, so it's an older gal yep. who used to be A-list or shot up to A-plus list, but yep. she's not really doing anything. She doesn't do anything in the world of acting anymore, but she definitely is a household name. I will say that she has a big project that's coming out this fall. Okay, and she's an actress. Yes, yeah, she's an actress. Actress with a big project. She's but, got a great big project. Yes. Demi Moore. That was oh, good. that was the audience, yes. by the way. Where are nice. you? Wow, oh, front row. Nice. Congrats. And Thank the, you. And the big project would be that Demi Moore is releasing her memoirs this fall. Oh, which I cannot wait to read. read. Yeah. Yes. So let me fill in the blank for you. So Demi Moore is dating someone three decades younger. Well, she's not dating them. Demi Moore pays this guy to come over and have relations I mean, wow. with her. Look, I think this is awesome. Sensing adults. Yeah, like if you're yeah. single and you just don't want to have a relationship, and you know, why not? People have done worse for less. How true that is. Very true. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's the difference between totally. a paycheck and dinner? You know? Wow. Okay, when there's kind it, of a difference. When you put I'm it just that saying, way, like, boy, there are sounds relationships real based on less. Well, this right. Is true. Well, and it's not even a relationship. And again, if it's two consenting adults and they yeah. have some kind of arrangement with each other, and both are we to judge? Are yeah. more than happy with that? Exactly. Then there you go. Then there exactly. you go. Good luck to her. And at least she's not on the the Red Bull. You know, oh, I'd rather yeah. her be oh. on she did the bowl. Not the Red Bull. See what I did there? But um, ching. She did have a real Red Bull problem yeah. though for a oh, while there. Did. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, she's got an addictive personality. Yeah. Now that we've really <laughs> solved all of Demi Moore's problems, we've psychoanalyzed her. Mm. Anyone else? I think we're good. When we come back on the, the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> when we come back on the Bra uh, Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we're going to check in with our Google Trends expert. We like to check in every Friday to see what you all have been googling. All week long, we're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show live from the Minnesota State Fair on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, our producer morning. Holly Roberts, and we have a whole host of wonderful sponsors who are making this possible, right, Holly? Yes, we do. We're broadcasting live on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. Also, we have wonderful furniture from Patio Town out here. Many of you are lounging in these beautiful Adirondack chairs. So comfortable. So I'm comfortable. jealous. Also, want to mention something that's happening tomorrow here at the Minnesota State 
Street Fair. You can catch Alexis, of course, from the morning show. She's going to introduce one of our favorite groups, Alive and Kickin', tomorrow at 9 a.m. at Dan Patch Park on the Hubbard stage. They're doing a free show. You'll be able to see hits from their Love is Alive and Kickin' show. If you have not seen these Rockin' Seniors live and you are going to the fair tomorrow, you're going to want to check them out. 9 a.m. Dan Patch Park. Delightful. And now, every Friday at about this time, we like to check in with somebody who can tell us what you've been Googling all week long. It's our Google Trends expert. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And uh, today we're checking in with our friend Farrell. Hello, Farrell. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me again. Now, uh, one of the things that uh, has been trending on Google, and I think it's probably a good thing it's been trending on Google because I don't know that it's gotten the coverage it really deserves, is uh, the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, absolutely. There uh, are about 70 thing uh, burning right now in the Amazon rainforest. It's up almost 100% uh, since last year. Um, and this is not exactly what you would call a typical, you know, forest fire. Sometimes fires happen naturally to clear, you know, old growth. Uh, they actually think that these are have been started by, uh, you know, people looking to clear land for agriculture. And so um, the government seems, at least at the moment, although they deny it, to be looking the other way. And so uh, people are kind of outraged and, and concerned about what the future holds for the rainforest. Are people using this as an opportunity to learn more about uh, the Amazon in general? I would imagine, again, in, in order to understand what's going on, people probably have a lot of other questions that they're Googling about. Yeah, I mean, that's right. So people constantly are asking Google how to help them. Uh, and this actually was the number one question uh, of the week for how to help, how to help the Amazon rainforest. So I think people feel a bit helpless and they're wondering what uh, they can do. And there are a lot of uh, wonderful organizations that uh, people can donate to that either watch out for this or try to buy up land to conserve it. And I think people are also wondering, you know, what does this actually mean? And so uh, rainforests generate about 20% of the world's oxygen. So, I mean, these are, you know, integral parts to uh, our ecosystem uh, and so people are you know noticeably and rightly concerned absolutely and, and I'm glad that you know that they know that they have a way to learn more about that because it is really important we should all be paying attention to that now one of the other things that was uh, trending this week and I'll tell you it was trending last week in my mouth the Popeye's chicken sandwich yes well it was uh, 
trending uh, yesterday in my mouth as well. I actually, I knew that this was going to be one of the trends. And so I went out and spent an hour online in New York City. I bought six of them, and I was kind of the hero when I came back to the office. And I'm I bet you were, that's, out like, like, that's field research. That's right. Like they were gold bars. Somehow I paid for it myself. I don't know. I've got to find a way to expense it back to the company. But, uh, yeah, this is the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Who knew? They have never had a sandwich previously. This is their first chicken sandwich. It was uh, released this week on the 12th, and uh, people are going uh, kind of crazy for it. It's three ninety nine. It's 690 calories, uh, but I agree. It was delicious, and... Um, and they kind of launched it in this fun way. Uh, they they put out a, a Twitter post on it about how they barely could describe it because it was so tasty. Uh, and then we saw um, Shake Shack and Wendy's uh, jumped into the fray. And so people were not only trying to get it to taste it, but they were arguing about who makes the best fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, it really did go viral. And as you said, all these other brands were jumping in on the conversation. And this has sort of now become a thing when a, a brand takes an opportunity to introduce something new and every other brand tries to get in on it. But ultimately, you got to believe that, you know, especially because it was trending this week, Popeye's, you know, remains the, the winner in terms of the viral, you know, the viral war that was started as a result. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, and they actually, you know, these tweets are quite... Clever. You know, Wendy's was not part of the initial conversation, and then they tweeted out this, which was, y'all out here fighting about which one of these fools has the second best chicken sandwich. Uh, so they've got some clever people on their uh, social media accounts, but um, there are people who estimate that the social media buzz alone is worth $23 million in advertising. So uh, I, I think my guess is all of them are winners. So they all are, yeah, they're you know, you're are thinking right. about chicken and going to buy chicken. I'll be honest, I thought we were the winners because we actually got to eat that thing. It was good. It, it was good. <laughs> okay, so the last thing that we have on the list of things that are Googling today, or Googling, <laughs> I always say Googling, the things that are trending this week on Google, and I honestly um, can say that I don't know why, Snake at Newark Airport. Tell us what this is all about. Yeah, well, you know, people bring some interesting things. They, they don't read the uh, rules about what you're allowed to bring on a plane and not on a plane, I guess. But someone, uh, they believe, they don't really know what happened. Someone uh, spotted a one-foot-long snake slithering around the TSA area right at the uh, security checkpoint. And so people... First of all, nobody, you know, nobody knows what the, uh, it was a harmless snake in the end, but people didn't realize that at first. So people were fleeing and running and PSA agents were jumping oh into action trying to capture it. Um, and, uh, you know, it, uh, it caused a bit of mayhem um, before as people were trying to board the plane. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, it's interesting because I just was at the Newark airport. And they don't have the most efficient TSA area. Mm -hmm. It can be, in, in some of their terminals, it can be really... And I'm just imagining the chaos that ensued. Oh, gosh, yeah. When, if yeah, I would have been yeah. there, I would have fainted. Yeah, and you're kind of stuck because you're exactly right. These airports were all designed before uh, security checkpoints really took over the entryways. So right. uh, you're kind of stuck in this line, and all of a sudden there's a snake slithering by you. Oh my goodness! God, no, thank you. No, thank you. I but, don't, but yeah, I I oh, don't ahead, think yeah. it was the most famous animal though, because it was about a couple of years ago where someone tried to bring uh, this was at JFK a peacock on the airplane. They said it was their companion pet, and uh, it, it turned into a huge media cycle out here too. So oh, people my do gosh. interesting things. 
This is true. Well, Farrell, thank you so much for joining us uh, live at the Minnesota State Fair. We will eat uh, many deep fried things in your honor this week. Oh, I hope deep fried butter is among them. About the only thing we don't deep fry here. Not yet, anyway. (laughs) Farrell, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. Talk to you guys later. That's Farrell. He's our Google Trends expert. He lets us know what you all have been Googling all week long, and it sounds like everybody's been quite busy. Yeah, and um, the butter thing. Now I'm trying to think. Did somebody try to deep fry butter? I feel like somebody has to have tried that. Well, I don't. I mean, how do you do that? I, I don't, don't know, know how you do that. But I mean, what he doesn't know is all the wonderful things we do with butter. Yeah. Including, but not limited to, the butter sculpture of Princess K of the Milky Way, who will, by the way, be joining us on Monday. Yes. Because and- as you all know, we were instrumental in helping decide the dairy flavor of the fair. So this, they had like three flavors, right? Yes. Um, there were two that were basically crap. One particularly. That had orange marmalade in yeah, it. Yeah, like who wants a shake with orange marmalade in it? And if you're no, under the age of 1,000, you probably didn't want that. Right. So we tried um, to, mm, I be don't know, the goose in- the results a little bit? Well, we were just we were influ- the influencers yeah. that we are. Exactly. Uh, because the one that we wanted is called Birthday Batter Blast. You have to say it very slowly because you may accidentally do what I do and say birthday bladder Bast. and then it's yeah, not then it's bladder. all wrong and that's not what you want to drink that's a different kind of birthday exactly okay. no but so this is the flavor of the fair and they're going to be bringing it over to us on Monday Princess K is going to come over she's going to bring us the milkshake we're going to get to try our flavor of the fair that we feel that we were quite instrumental in making happen. Uh, so you can stay tuned for that coming up on Monday at 1245. But coming up today, just after the break, who do you go to for your state fair food recommendations? Everybody's got somebody that they follow so they know what they need to get the second they come into the Minnesota State Fair. Who is that person? 651-641-1071. Whose food reviews do you care about the most when it comes to your state fair food? We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.